ప్రేమ స్వరూపం Have a listen please. Jealousness Saram from Prashant Nilayam the most happening place on the planet I am team ready size Bishu and today is August 22nd 2018. A week ago Puttiparthi witnessed an event that it had never seen before truly a wow moment for the sacred town for the spiritual center of the world you had over 65 sitting judges of high courts and the supreme court of india converging in prashant nilayam including the chief justice of india and a judge of the international court of justice it was truly an unprecedented event i don't think you ever had so many legal luminaries coming together for a non legal occasion coming together just to bask in the bliss and peace that is prashantanyam coming together just to be in a place that radiates satya and dharma coming together just so that they can be in an environment where they can talk freely about values about divinity about spirituality about dharma shastras so that is what happened in prashantanilam and if you listen to each of their stories stories of their trust with divinity each tale is eye opening mesmerizing humbling because i was talking to justice kannan and he was saying that he is related to actually raganapati the author of bhagwan's biography in tamil baba satyasai you speak to the chief justice of india deepak mishra and he shares how bhagwan has touched his life and inspired him you speak to justice bhandari of the international court of justice and he says how so many visits he has made to prashantilayam and how bhagwan has urged him all the time to work for the poor and that is how he initiated a lot of seva initiatives in delhi and as well as took up so many causes to serve the poor and the needy and who do not have a legal recourse so you have so many people who are striving to work diligently to walk on the path of service to society to walk on the path of truth to walk on the path of righteousness as enshrined in the scriptures looking beyond the rule book but looking to the conscience trying to follow the voice of truth that is embedded in our scriptures so that was such a heartening moment for all of us in prashantilam and for the entire sai fraternity you never knew that there are so many people whom bhagwan has touched and they are people whose lives have been transformed by his love and it continues that cascading effect of his love the mesmerizing effect of his grace continues and in the last few weeks of this series in outside inside deep inside we've been dwelling on the life of one such devotee i mean you look at the lives of anybody you find such fantastic tales but one person whom bhagwan chose to be the first leader of shri satyasai seva dal when bhagwan founded in march 1968 was mr bv raman rao and we've been dwelling on his story his life is an exemplary tale of how 
it was always sai first service first that is what is in summary the life of mr b v raman rao in the last episode if you recall i shared how when bhagwan came to hyderabad in march 1968 that is when he started the shri satyasai seva dal the institution which in fact is the bedrock of the satyasai movement and mr raman rao belongs to this first batch of seva dal swami hand picked every member of the seva dal and personally trained them and I told you how Bhagwan gave the opportunities to Mr. Ramonda during that trip. So he was the one who was arranging the logistics along with a few other devotees of Swami's visit to various places. Swami one day said he is going to visit to various devotees' homes, and so he was the one making those calls, informing them, working out Bhagwan's movements, his arrival and departure, and all that. And even as he was doing this, suddenly there is this call from a devotee of Bhagwan, and. the person says that swami is visiting your house where are you and that is what stuns mr raman rao mr raman rao even though he was planning everything for swami's visits he never for a moment thought that swami should come to my house he didn't have you know that kind of a wish he he felt that you know i'm here to serve bhagwan but here was bhagwan you know if you are serving the lord the lord is constantly thinking how can i be of use to this servitor and that is what happened he gets this call that some is visiting your house and 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 he rushes to the house and when he reaches the house exactly at that time bhagwan too reaches his house and and i shared with you how bhagwan filled their hearts with joy and how he was feeling so small mr ramanrao because you know he didn't invite swami and he said swami my house is so small i'm sorry otherwise i would have invited you and swami immediately cuts him short and says size of the house how does it matter and i don't need your invitation i go wherever i wish to but don't worry i will come once again and i will inform in advance so that is how bhagwan fills the heart of this servitor with joy because here was someone who was constantly thinking what can i do for swami what can i do for swami and so this is the training that bhagwan was slowly giving him you know if you constantly think of me don't worry about yourself i will look after every little thing i will fill your life with happiness but provided your focus is always on the lord so that is what raman rao sir experienced in that trip of bhagwan in march 1968 when bhagwan set up the shri satyasai seva dal as an institution and bhagwan asked him to lead this group and the first major activity that this group got was to participate in the foundation stone laying ceremony of the shri satyasai college for women in anantpur and actually swami started the anantpur college in july 1968 so at that time swami asked him to come to anantpur with 20 sevadal for service in the college in july so they had come before and they had done a lot of homework ground work and then swami asked them to come in the month of july that is when the inauguration was supposed to happen and so they were there 20 days prior to the date of the inauguration of the college they had done some work gone back and again come there's lot of work obviously that time there was no concept of sevadal i just told you they just got started the students were not there the devotees so few and the satya organization was just coming up and So one of the things that this group had to do was to erect a colorful shamiana 100 feet by 50 feet a colorful shamiana and uh, it was something very grand something befitting the occasion and the shamiana 
was erected as per the direct supervision of Bhagwan, and it was kept in position by 11 a.m. on the previous day of the inauguration. And the work started actually at 11 a.m. And by the time they finished the work, I mean, the, the erection process started at 11 a.m. And by the time they completed the work, it was 10 p.m. And the next day at 9 a.m. was when the inauguration of the Sri Satisai Art, Science and Commerce College for Women was to happen in Anandpur. But that night, something strange happened. It was so unfortunate. There was a violent, gusty wind, rain, huge downpour in the middle of the night. And it was such a torrential pour from the heaven that the entire Shamiana was in shambles. Everything just came to the ground. And all the Sevas also were sleeping. They were deeply worried. And they wonder how is the function going to happen the next day? Because the next day, from 9 o'clock, the function was supposed to happen with a lot of difficulty. Working from 11 a.m. in the morning till 10 p.m., they had erected that shamian and done all the decorations and everything. But everything had just come to naught. And added to this, this happened in the middle of the night and there was no power supply till 5 in the morning. So even though they had the thoughts, okay, let's start working, but they, they could not work. There was no power, no light till 5 in the morning. And everyone, when they saw, they were totally devastated. All the sevadals, all their work has just gone in vain. And, and how is the function going to happen? What would be Swami's reaction? So they were all wondering. And then Swami came out at 6 o'clock in the morning. And Swami was very calm. He just saw what had happened. He didn't say anything. He looked at this group of Sevadals and Swami said, All of you, just go and finish your breakfast and come. So they go, have the food and once they come back, Swami says, Okay, now start erecting the Shamiana again. And all the Sevadals wondered how are they going to do it. It was like an impossible task because they had taken 11 hours the previous day to erect the Shamiana. And now the program was going to start in 3-4 hours. It was 6 in the morning, 9 a.m. The program was scheduled to start. And how is this going to happen? But Swami said, start the work. So they just began again putting up the Shamiana. And at 6.30 the erection process began. And they gave their heart and soul to the work. And they just could not believe how the work was proceeding. It was proceeding at such a brisk pace that by 8.30, the Shamiana was up. They themselves were absolutely bewildered. How did this happen? And all of them were new to this institution of Sevadal. They were serving Bhagwan for the first time. And here was Bhagwan showing them that what took 11 hours, it can be just done in two hours or it can even be done in two minutes because it is not you who is doing the work. If you think you are the doer, then you cannot be a Sai worker. It was such a powerful message. Do you think you could have done all this by yourself? Just like a cook prepares the food, it is not the ladle, the spoon and the container which prepare the food. They are just instruments used by the cook. Everyone is just a medium and it is only the divine orchestrator who does the work. So it was such a great message for them. 
lovely illustration of who the true doer is and it was such an unforgettable experience you know first time they are serving bhagwan and they have seen what can happen how impossible things become impossible once you just follow bhagwan so the shamiana was up by 8:30 and then the next 15 minutes they clean the place and they spread the carpets and just 15 minutes prior to the start of the program some called all the sevadals and swami said you go now and freshen up and dress properly and come for the function so so they came and everything was perfect the function went on as planned all the paper buntings and the decorations were in place and july 22 1968 the unfurling of bhagwan's first college meant for women happened as a grand success but it was not an easy work for the sevadals you know they they had really worked for so many days prior to that day and here was one powerful moment before the function where swami told do you think you are working and all these time that they were working there you know they had worked with complete dedication and it was a summer so it was really very difficult time they didn't have proper accommodation there was all temporary rooms and they used to work whole day 8 10 hours a day and given the strenuous manual labor that they had to do in fact their hands were filled with blisters i was talking to some of the sevadals there who are part of the team and they were saying how each one of their hands had huge blisters by the time you know the program happened the inauguration ceremony happened but you know they didn't bother it because they're doing it for bhagwan anyway once it was over and the program was to bhagwan's satisfaction even though there were you know seemingly insurmountable challenges after the function was complete and bhagwan was so happy swami came near all the sevadals and as he was talking to them and he swami started inquiring about their welfare and then swami asked them how did you all come and uh, their bus was there just beside where they were staying so they just pointed to the bus and said we came by bus because that's how they had come from hyderabad and uh, then swami said okay all of you who have come by bus raise your hand and you know all of them raised their hands except for one person there was one uh, senior devotee by name subramanyam he was 64 years old and he felt that you know swami is asking such a silly question i mean it is so obvious that we have come by bus he knows that very well the bus is standing right next to where we are and why is swami asking how many of you have come by bus and raise your hand so he felt that it is too you know swami is kidding and he just didn't raise his hand and after some time swami asked everyone to put their hands down when they put their hands down and when they saw what happened they were truly truly shocked and amazed because when they put their hands down they felt that something different was there in the hands something else had happened in the hands all the blisters that were there in the hands were completely gone it was clean no word of the lord is silly no question of the lord is without a purpose no act of the lord is without significance what is expected of us is implicit obedience not questioning the lord with our limited intelligence and that was another powerful lesson for the sevadals 
first know that you are not the doer you are an instrument and for an instrument to be an instrument it should never question the master the container and the spoon they don't question the acts of the cook they just flow a flute just not question its master it just creates whatever music the master wishes and so now with all the sevadals having fresh experience of his grace all the hands clean and swami came to them and then you know swami started talking to them and swami said i will take you all to puttaparthi with me and so now their bus started following swami's car and just like it happens with the boys in happen in the later years with the boys where when swami would take the boys with him to kodaikanal swami's car would be going in the front and the boys bus would be following and many times it would happen that you know swami would stop his car and step out of his car and come into the bus and you know spend time with the students you know give them a tour of what they are seeing outside the window you know talk to them crack jokes and so that is how it used to be very informal sessions in the bus and this is the same that happened with the sevadals it was a bonanza of blessings for the sevadals who had really worked so hard when bhagwan stepped into their bus and immediately they made one seat ready for him you know someone had a nice shawl so they put it on one seat and requested swami to take that seat and then lovely interactions started you know swami as he was talking suddenly would break into a song and then all would follow and then some sevadals you know seeing the ambience and some seeing swami so free they thought you know they can ask some questions you know, and swami encouraged anyone to ask anything so someone asked about vivekananda and then swami said yes yes vivekananda is born again in sri lanka and then someone said but swami why did he not merge with the lord swami said he traveled the length and breadth of india and you know he was unhappy when he saw the condition of people he wanted to redeem these people he wanted to work for these people and he in fact prayed to the lord to give him another birth so that he can work for the upliftment of others and swami in fact revealed that he will join my mission he will join my mission at an appropriate time so there were a lot of such revelations and you know informal conversations interactions happening with bhagwan and eventually they reached puttaparthi you know two hours one and a half hours you are in puttaparthi and when they reached puttaparthi swami called all of them gave a beautiful feast gave them new clothes and vibhuti and granted them padmaskaram and all that and then when bhagwan went up all these avatars were standing down and uh, just then you know mr raman rao just looked at all the brothers and you know casually he said okay now we have holidays swami has now given us holidays because you know the work was over and swami has given them a feast and all that and just then swami came on the balcony and swami called suraya suraya was a person who used to look after many things in the ashram especially the canteen and many of the construction work that was going on swami would give him a lot of tasks to do swami suddenly called suraya and swami said in a loud tone swami said this all these people have come from hyderabad they have no work you do one thing you ask them to shift the stones from this current east prashanti you know at that point in time it was a police station there a temporary police station swami said ask these people to shift the stones from this police station to south prashanti too just just that moment when raman rao sir said okay now swami has given us holidays and here with lord's work there is no rest the moment you rest he will test you 
because lord's work itself is rest isn't it that is the cure that is the relaxation that is the panacea for all our problems in fact it happened so symbolically so we removed all their blisters it is what will recreate us anew we have to just do his work and we will be born again we will be purified and when you have such an opportunity why rest why want rest because that work itself is rest and here was bhagwan you know immediately assigning a work and ramanda sir the kind of implicit obedience that he had for bhagwan he immediately asked his team okay now let get to work swami has asked us to work and so they started shifting the stones and the most beautiful thing is 10 minutes into this work and again message comes from swami stop the work go for food so it was just a test once you pass the test then it becomes a testimony of his love so here is bhagwan giving so many lessons to this first group of sevadal implicit obedience you know there is no rest that chance to work itself is rest but once you take that opportunity once you don't lose the opportunity the lord will fill you he will give you whatever is needed if you really your physical body needs rest he will give you That's why Swami said, "Go and have food and rest." But you should not aspire for rest. You should just aspire for more work, more opportunities, because that work itself is rest. Because moment you say, "I will rest," He will test you. But if you pass that test with implicit obedience, just like Ramanuja sir did, if you pass it, then your life becomes a testimony of His love. You know, talking about this implicit obedience. one related incident which happened during this anandpur college inauguration time is along with ramana rao sir his father also was there deeply involved in the supervision of the construction of the satyasai college for women in anandpur i have narrated to you how swami transformed the heart of his father in the previous episode so during the work what had happened is his father suffered an insect bite and uh, he was supposed to go to the doctor for blood test and treatment meanwhile suddenly swami came from puttaparthi to anandpur this work was going on and then when bhagwan heard about his father's condition that his leg is swollen and there is a lot of pain and he you know he needs to go to the doctor swami just said no need to go to the doctor swami said you apply lukewarm starch water of rice on your leg that is enough that will take care of the problem so his father followed that instruction he got the uh, starch water of rice and when he applied that all the pain and swelling disappeared so he felt wow this is a fantastic uh, solution that swami has given me and so what happened is after a month or so the watchman there he had a similar sort of pain and swelling so his father said i know what to do you know swami had told me so you apply this lukewarm starch water on your leg and you know everything will be fine so the watchman did that and to their surprise now that swelling increased and the watchman actually ultimately had to be hospitalized and that is when mr raman rao and his father realized that what works is not bhagwan's prescription it is just implicit obedience his blessings does the cure it is not the medicine it is the master's words which is the medicine in fact that reminds me of a similar incident from the life of professor kasturi which again raman rao sir narrates it happened Many years later, in December 1982, in Prashanthinle, and one day when he was resting, suddenly there was a knock on the door. So when he went and opened the door, he saw Professor Kasturi in the afternoon, and he was coming with a volunteer who was carrying a bundle of 
calendars. So Professor Kasturi just entered the room and, you know, he just greeted Sairam, entered the room. In the room, there was one old calendar on the wall. So Professor Kasturi removed that calendar and uh, hung the new one. And when Raman Rao saw that Professor Kasturi at his age, you know, doing all this laborious work of changing the calendars, and he saw that, you know, he was going from room to room and doing, and then he said, can I help you, sir? And he just felt it is, you know, just courtesy because he's such a senior person is doing this manual work. And Professor Kasturi just, you know, said, Sairam, Kurt, no, 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 I don't want. He just said, Kurt, Sairam, and he went away. And generally, Professor Kasturi is so full of affection and good humor and all that. And Mr. Ramadhan thought something is wrong. You know, why was he so brusque in the conversation, even if he does not want to take help, but at least gently he talks so lovingly. But then he didn't know what the matter was. So the next day he met him in his room and asked what happened. And that's when Professor Kasturi said that a few days ago, Narayanaya was, you know, was an ashramite. He was suffering from backache a few days ago. He had slip disc. So, when this person had slip disc, Swami told him to lie down on the bare floor without a pillow for the whole day. And Swami said, once you do this, you'll be fine. So, he did that and his backache was gone. So, Professor Kasturi, who knew about this, that morning when he got up, he had severe back pain. So, he went to Dr. Sita Ramaya, who was at that time the superintendent of the general hospital. And Sita Ramaya checked him and said, you have a problem of slip disc. He diagnosed the problem. It is definitely slip disc. And he gave some medicines and he told him to take complete rest. Since Professor Kasturi had seen how Narayanaya had followed Swami's instructions to just lie down on the floor and take rest, so he also decided to do the same, follow the same prescription. And he sent word to Kutumbra, who was then the secretary of the ashram, and told him to inform Bhagwan that, you know, he's not well, he's resting. And if Bhagwan gives any prasadam, that would be great. So he just sent a message to Bhagwan through Kutumrao because, you know, he was not uh, in a position to go to Bhagwan that day. But even as he was sending this message, suddenly he saw a volunteer coming, running to his room and saying, Swami is calling you, Swami is calling you. And now Professor Kosturi caught up. And uh, as he went to Bhagwan's presence, you know, he was walking with a hand on his lip. You know, he's walking little bent hip and with a lot of struggle because to let Swami know that, you know, he's really having a back problem, you know, in case Swami will give great vibhuti and give or whatever. At least Swami will get a clear idea that he definitely has a problem with his back. And as he went near Bhagwan, Swami did not ask him, how are you? What is happening to your back? Nothing. Swami said, what happened to you? Are you learning Bharatanatyam dance? Uh, do you want to become a dancer? At least learn properly. At least dance. You know, when you walk like that, walk properly. What is this? You are becoming old. Did you see the latest issue of Sanatan Sarathi? It is full of mistakes. Swami said. And Professor Kasturi was shocked. He thought he will get some sympathy from Bhagwan. But here was Swami chastising him. And then Swami says, You do one thing. You take these calendars. And you go to each and every room in the ashram. And hang them yourself. And Professor Kasturi is thinking, here I am, I have a problem and Bhagwan, instead of finding a cure for my problem, instead of asking me to rest, he is giving me more work and what kind of work? He has to climb the staircase of every building in the ashram and remove the old calendar. Some calendars will be on the top. Maybe you have to take a ladder or stand on some stool or table. 
remove the old calendar put the new calendar and he has to do it in every room and swami's orders are swami's orders and it has to be followed to the letter professor kasturi had enough experience when it comes to following bhagwan's instructions you cannot compromise on it in any way and it has to be exactly the same way so he had no choice so he started taking that bunch of calendars and going to every devotee's room and so that is how he had come to raman rao's room too and he was refusing help from anyone because that was strict instruction from bhagwan do it yourself so he was doing that and by that time he finished putting the calendar in every room and when he came back that is when he realized to his utter amazement that his backache had vanished something mysterious had happened what would in normal circumstances aggravate his backache would have made the slip disc become even more severe had actually completely become normal to be a servitor of the lord if you have obedience then you draw the grace of the divine and if you have absolute obedience then you draw to yourself absolute grace unquestioning adherence to the lord's command is what is the mark of a servitor mark of someone who wants to be an instrument in the hands of the lord and that is what we have seen in the lives of all the people who have served bhagwan we are talking about raman rao sir but if you see take the life of sakasturi take the life of rama brahmam sir ratanlal amma you take anybody's life who have served bhagwan at close quarters and this is the first lesson that they learn that you have to implicitly follow bhagwan's orders guru ki vaani gao we have that very beautiful bhajan you have to be like a steadfast disciple of the lord and don't apply your mind when you are asked to do something because guru ki vaani the words of the master are everything Oh, oh, oh.
There's another incident that Ramon Rao sir narrates in this connection. It is to do with the construction of the central dome on the terrace of the mandir. And this construction of this dome was in progress and Swami assigned the job of supervision of the work to Ramon Rao sir and one Mr. Patel. So their job was to open the door leading to the terrace in the morning for the workmen and then closing it at the end of the day. The construction is happening on the terrace of the mandir. So one evening, you know, there were four workers, four welding workers who were doing this job and one of them said that, uh, Sir, it is already dusk. We will go and come back tomorrow morning and to resume our work and we'll complete it by the evening. So since it was already dusk, so Ramon Rao Sir said, yeah, that is good, no problem. And so they were about to, you know, allow them to leave and close the door. Suddenly Bhagwan came there and uh, Bhagwan said, uh, why don't uh, we complete the work in the night itself? And these workers who had heard Bhagwan, they calmly returned to their work and again they started collecting the tools. They didn't say anything, they just started working because, you know, they heard Bhagwan mention that. And Raman Rao sir just went to these workers after Bhagwan left and he said, you said that you want to finish the work tomorrow evening, no? Now, Bhagwan came, you could have just told Swami that, you know, it is already late and uh, we will do the work tomorrow because, you know, there is so much work left. You could have just told and Bhagwan is very kind. He would have just permitted you to go now and rest. Why didn't you do that? So, of the three workers, one of them said, no sir, Swami himself came and he said that the work uh, to be completed. So, it will get over, sir. By Swami's grace, it will get over because Swami has said it, it will happen. And uh, Raman Rao sir wondered, you know, how is it going to happen? Because he's been seeing these people work and they were pretty slow in their work. And when they go for food, they will take, you know, time. And he felt that, you know, this is not going to happen. And in fact, now he doesn't know, Raman Rao sir doesn't know how long they have to stay in the night. It was so cold, biting cold. He thought if these people leave, then he can lock the door and he can also go and rest. But now, he, all these people said they will want to work. And uh, as they were working, now Ramadan sir thought, okay, at least let me go and have dinner because it was 8 in the evening. So, you know, he and Patel, they took turns and they went to the canteen and they had their meals. But these workers continued to work, you know, nonstop. They didn't want to go for their food. They just wanted to complete the work. And they were working relentlessly, I mean, with really great determination. They wanted to complete the work. They were working there and it was 2-3 hours past and it's quarter to 9. Suddenly, Ramon Rao and all the people, they heard footsteps on the staircase to the terrace. And the staircase door opened and they saw Bhagwan coming onto the terrace at 8.45 in the night. And along with Bhagwan were three students. And these three students, they were carrying banana leaves, they are carrying tumblers, water jugs and containers of food. And then Swami went straight to these workmen. Swami didn't talk to Raman Rao or Patel. He just went straight to the workmen. And Swami said, you think you will be able to complete the work in another one hour? And all the four workmen, they just folded their hands and they said, yes, Swami, yes, Swami, we'll finish it, Swami, finish it. And then Swami patted them very lovingly and Swami said, this is true devotion. I am so happy. You have been continuously working now for four or five hours. And Swami said, go, wash your hands. I have brought food for you. And all these 
workers were so happy sami had this boys serve food so the boys were laying six banana leaves because four workers and uh, for raman rao sir and mr patel and sami said without looking at raman rao sir and patel sami just looked at the boys and sami said don't worry about those two those two went and had their food you serve only these four workmen sami said and this workmen had a real feast of their lifetime you know it was a food for the soul food for the heart food for the eyes food for their bodies because here swami was not only giving them such a lovely feast but swami was caressing them swami was talking to them swami was filling their lives with joy swami allowed them to touch his feet and all that and so swami was there for more than 10 15 minutes talking to them inquiring about their welfare he served them sweets he was waited till everyone had their fill and then all the people they went and they washed their hands and the students were cleaning the place and after that swami again gave each one of uh, the workers one apple and and now all of them you know they were prostrating in bhagwan's feet and as one worker was touching swami's feet ramundausar noticed that you know there was some dirt at the hem of bhagwan's robe and maybe one of the worker's hand was stained so that had come onto bhagwan's robe and uh, so ramundausar took that opportunity because swami envy was not uh, talking to these two people so he thought this this is a very good opportunity to talk so he said swami swami your robe has been stained uh, ramundausar said and swami without even looking at ramundausar swami said i know i know swami said these are not stains these are flowers of faith these are flowers of faith and that is when ramundausar realized who is a true devotee who is a true servitor what kind of commitment what kind of implicit obedience one should have if you want to serve the lord and he had to learn it from these workers he said i had to hang my head in shame looking at what bhagwan was teaching me through those workers what makes the tasks happen is not our efforts it is just his words it is his will it is his energy it is his grace this is what swami was constantly drilling into ramanas and what you need is that faith what you need is that absolute implicit obedience if any word emerges from the lord's mouth take it as if it is the lord itself because that word has all the power in it he was the one he who had told the workers you could have told swami that we'll complete it tomorrow but it was the workers who told no sir we will do it tonight because that is what came from bhagwan's mouth so here is bhagwan you know this is the initial year swami is constantly teaching raman rao said you are not the doer know that you are an instrument and if you want to be an instrument then know that you have to follow the teachings implicitly and always be ready don't say tomorrow be always alert grab the opportunity when it comes i talked to you about the anandpur campus uh, inauguration that happened in 1968 moving to 1969 Sami was touring the East Godavari district in 1969 and uh, Raman Rao sir joined Satyamurthy another devotee and uh, he rushed to Rajamandri when he heard that Swami is coming to Rajamandri grab the opportunity so he went to Rajamandri and when Bhagwan saw Raman Rao sir Swami was very kind Swami asked him to 
become a part of his entourage to travel with him as a part of his convoy and it was such a fantastic privilege for Ramon Rao sir and it was one devotee by name D.V. Rama Rao who was driving Bhagwan's car and the entourage consisted of 15 people in four cars. So they were heading to a place called Kottapet which was 20 miles away and at each and every village you know on the route there were thousands of devotees who were lined up on either side of the road you know, and they were greeting full-throated Bhagwan Chit Satsai Baba Ki Jai, Bhagwan Chit Satsai Baba Ki, ki Jai. Swami's car was moving very slowly because Swami was really so happy seeing these rural people with so much of devotion, you know, crying out His name and there were floral arches that these devotees are directed at so many places. So Swami would touch the flowers, Swami would touch the garland that these devotees would be holding in their hand. Swami would bless them. Many times Swami would wave His hand. At some places Swami would stop the car, get down the car and stand with them, be with them for a minute or two or if they have erected a, a shamyana or a pandal, Swami would go there. You know, Swami would be all out just to fill the hearts of these simple rural folk with joy. And so they reached their destination by 9 a.m. Kottapet. And uh, there also it was a huge arrangement again. The college football ground had been you know, converted into a darshan ground and the whole area was filled to the hilt with devotees pouring from all directions. And Bhagwan walked along the carpeted way there and he was waving his hand, greeting the devotees there. Then he went up the dais. And uh, by that time the function was over, it was already 1 p.m. And the plan was that Swami will be having his lunch at Ambaji Pet, which is another place 15 kilometers from Kottapet. And from there, Swami was supposed to go to Amalapuram. So then they started moving towards Ambaji Pet. And as Bhagwan's car was going, suddenly Swami's car stopped on the way. And so Swami's car stopped, so all the other cars also stopped. And Raman Rao got down and to see what happened, Swami came out of his car, got of his car and then Swami pointed to a group of people. It was just two ladies and two children who were running across the fields. And so Swami told Raman Rao and another devotee, go, go, catch them. These people, they were unable to catch the bus. So they are hurrying now on foot because they want to have my darshan. Go and bring them here. So all these people, they were rushing to Ambaji Pet to have Bhagwan's darshan. Swami's car was going. So somehow maybe they had missed that bus. So they were running. So, Raman Rao sir and another devotee, they ran and they tried to stop these devotees from rushing. But these devotees were not willing to listen because they were in a hurry. They want to see Baba. They were in a hurry. And these people went right in front of them and stopped their way. And he said, please wait, please wait. Where are you going? And so these people said, no, no, we are going for Baba's darshan. We are going for Baba. They said, no, no, please stop, please stop, please stop. And Swami came there. And then there was one lady who was 60 years old and the other lady was about 35 years old and she had two children. So there were these two ladies, 60 year old, 35 years old and their two children aged probably 12 or 9. And they were saying, we are going to Ambaji Pet to see Baba. We are going to Ambaji Pet to see Baba. This group was actually visibly annoyed that someone was interrupting their way. And suddenly they stopped, when these two people, Raman Rao, stopped their way then Bhagwan came there and Swami said, there will be enormous crowd there, there will be a lot of crowd there and you will be very inconvenienced if you go with you know, your two children. Wait, wait, wait. But those two devotees said, no, 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 we have to go. Baba himself is coming there. We have to go. We have to. And then Ramandasa said, no, no, Baba is here. He is Baba. Look at Baba. 
and then that old lady looked at swami and swami said i am sai baba i only have stopped here just for you and that is when this old lady looked at bhagwan clearly and he said oh my god you are only baba she had never seen a picture of baba so she didn't know he had only heard and when she saw that then this 35 year old lady said yes auntie yes auntie he looks exactly like that sai baba i had seen in the photographs and now the both of them are so perplexed and you know they're looking at bhagwan incredulously unable to imagine what is happening and then swami is telling don't worry don't worry i know everything i know you need so much help i know you are rushing because you want my grace i know that your son was killed he was murdered because of some property dispute but don't worry the matter is in the court and the court will verdict will be in your favor i stopped here just to tell you this that everything is going to be all right you don't worry come take this and swami put his hand into the car and then swami brought out a, a bunch of currency notes in an envelope and swami gave them and swami gave an apple to each of them and then swami said don't worry i will look after you and swami got into the car and left and this 60 year old and this 35 year old lady they were stunned stunned to see the one they were running after had himself come running after them just to fill their hearts with grace just to ensure that if you pine for the lord the lord will pine for you 10 times more that is how it is with the lord in fact when they reached amalapuram later on they were staying in the house of one dr saraswati and when raman rao sir narrated what had happened that you know there was this old lady that swami blessed so amazingly then dr saraswati said but how did it happen that no one else was there because wherever swami is going there is so much of crowd and that is when it struck raman rao sir that was that was again something very interesting because there is only that stretch of the road where you know there are not many people only this group was there this old lady and this two children and that young lady it was again perhaps swami's leela that swami wanted to specially bless maybe they were in deep distress and swami wanted to confer his blessings and he did it in such an amazing manner and here was another lesson for raman rao sir to know how the lord's heart always beats for the poor and the distressed what gives greatest satisfaction to the lord is when something is done for the disadvantaged and the impoverished because he is karuna sagara karuna sagara prema swarupa we have that bhajan isn't it whenever we sing this bhajan you know this is what comes to your mind how the lord goes out of his way I mean, you can't really put it in words about the compassion that exudes from the lord whenever he is there for the people whenever he is there with the devotees whenever he does anything it is always thinking about what can i do for the poorest of the poor that is one fantastic lesson if you see the life of bhagwan and when you see the life of people who have closely served bhagwan for years in fact when we ruminate more on raman rao sir's life you will see that he was someone who learned that the best way to reach bhagwan's heart is to serve the devotees if your heart is with the devotees of the lord then you will be in the lord's heart and that is what he has experienced in his life and i will narrate you many more instances of this nature in the coming episodes of outside inside deep inside i mean the life of mr raman rao sir 
is a saga which is just filled with lessons for anyone who wants to serve the Lord, anyone who wants to be a servitor of the Lord, anyone who wants to be an instrument of the Lord. And as we continue this series, you will find lessons which will give you pointers about how I can be an instrument in the Lord's hands. We all want to serve the Lord. We all want to be a channel of His love and His grace. But how should we prepare ourselves for this endeavor? How can we get that grace? How can we be chosen by the Lord for this blessing? That is what we will learn as we hear the stories from the life of Mr. Raman Rao. So we'll continue this in the future episodes of Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. Thank you so much, dear listeners, for being with us through this beautiful journey. There is no greater joy, this is the Bhagavatam, than talking about the stories of the Lord through the lives of the devotees of the Lord. So we'll continue this in the future episodes of Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. If you have any queries or comments, as always, please feel free to write to listener at radiosai.org. If you want to write anything personally to me, you can write to bishu, B-I-S-H-U, at radiosai.org. Thank you so much. And Sanam. Embodiments of love. Peace is within, not outside. Outside, no peace, only pieces. Sairam, you just heard an episode of our radio program, Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. This was a segment of Radio Sai's Thursday Live, hosted by Bishop Prishti. And today's episode was first broadcast on 23rd August 2018. Dear listeners, we hope you like this program. Please send us your feedback by either email or WhatsApp. Our email ID is listener at radiosai.org and our WhatsApp number is 9393-258-258. Thank you and loving Sairam from Prashanthi Nilayam.